What's going on, everyone? Alex Miller from the Eagle, live from the Cowfield Press Box, following Texas A&M's 41-24 loss to the Florida Gators this afternoon. Uh, simply put, the Aggies were undermanned, and they they underwhelmed all around, especially in that second half, which all culminated with a 17-point loss to Florida. Yeah, I was going to say, is they didn't underwhelm in the first half. It was definitely the second half. It's been a while since I've seen an A&M team so depleted for a lot of reasons. Once again, is that's not excuses. And under normal circumstances, just take the game by itself. You'd say how great they played, the spirit or whatever, but they've lost four straight. So this just adds to the misery. Yeah, I think that everything that Jimbo Fisher has said to kind of keep the morale high as they've been one play away, they were – not anywhere close to one play away in this game, and, and things just kind of spiraled. For me, it was getting away from the run. Uh, Devon A. Chain had uh, over 100 yards in the first half uh, on 10 carries. He did end up getting six in the second half, but they weren't they, – they never used it to establish the run. They were pass first and then try to get him off balance with the run, whereas in the first half they were establishing the run to set up the pass. Uh, I know A-Chain, like Jimbo Fisher said, was dealing with the illness this, this week, and it seemed like he wasn't necessarily 100%. But that being said, you, either it's A-Chain or you have to have another run, running back to establish that run to set up the pass. Yeah, the Aggies, of course, dealing with uh, you know already a ton of injuries coming into the game. Had a flu outbreak on the team this week. Connor Wegman unavailable. That gave way to Haynes King. You know, in the first half, King wasn't too bad, but then in the second half just was not able to make some of those contested throws and move the chains on third and longs. Yeah, getting back to what uh, 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 Travis said, it, it's really like the second half, they came out a different team. They didn't call well, they didn't block well. Getting back to those two possessions, because I went back and double-checked, the first one it was pass, run a chain, pass, and the second it was two bad runs by a chain, then the third down pass. They never got into any flow. We always talk about the flow, and it just looked like the line wasn't crisp. Obviously, the play wasn't called, and then suddenly Florida had the lead, and really the game was over. They were stuck on you know 24, it seemed like, forever because they were stuck on 24. And after the first half, I thought, wow, even with all the, the – things you could say bad because they're playing really good not in the second half yeah uh i i just think that that it it's it were the the game wore on them the game the 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 years worn on them the week has worn on them with how much they've had to deal with injuries and and, uh the illness this week of course connor wegman missed so haynes king had to step in uh the illness um between illness, injuries, and suspensions, at minimum 31 players out this this uh, of the game. So that's going to set you back to begin. We don't really know how many of those guys practiced, were in and out of practice. It just seemed like a team that had enough energy for first half and then ran out of gas in the second half too. Go ahead. Yeah, because you don't know. Watching King, I had the glasses on him a lot. I just don't think the guy's 100%. I kind of feel for the guy because he's got to be out there. He might have been 60, 70. I don't want to make make an excuse. And some of those receivers, even at chain, were they totally 100% you know, because of flu whatever? Could they have been an 80, 90%? I hate to judge people, but it just looked – like they were a beat team in the second half. They looked good in the first half, but I thought they looked beat in the second half. You know, we noted about A-Chain not being 100%. Certainly looked like Haynes was not 100% either. We knew about the foot. We knew he left the game against South Carolina with the shoulder, didn't play last week, didn't even throw in warm-ups. What was interesting, though, was that on a couple of the times that he could have run, 
He elected to throw the check down, did not pass. After the game, Jimbo Fisher said he does not discourage his running backs from run, or excuse me, quarterbacks from running. He might have uh, discouraged the running backs from running today. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Wow. Uh, <laughs> either way, it, it was it was a little odd, honestly, to to see Haynes, you know, kind of force those checkdowns when in the past it was a no brainer he was going to run, and that was one of the strengths that he had as a quarterback. Yeah, I mean, you and me were standing in the tunnel after the game when the players were going up. First off, I mean, even in losses, there's people who are talking. There's guys who are mad and yelling. I've seen guys hit their helmet against the It was silent. Not a single guy talking all the way up. But I watched as Haynes King walked up, still had his helmet on, and the guy was limping. I mean, the guy was not walking with a normal gait whatsoever. You got to think he's hurt. You got to think that that his ability to uh, run the ball, to turn the corner, uh, it wasn't going to be there. And, he, and he, whether it be that he knew he wasn't going to be able to get the yardage or just that mental block of, I've gotten banged up so many times this season, I'm run one, one run away from Eli Stowers having to come in you know, and, and, and play this game. I, I got to protect myself. I, I don't know. We're not in his head, but it, it looks like some kind of could be some kind of combination of that. Either way, this is the fifth straight loss for AM. First time since 1980, the Aggies have had five straight regular season losses. Uh, see, so it just kind of adds to, to the growing list of not good marks that the Aggies have had this season. I think uh, Travis touched on when you guys can see that you got there were quiet. That, that's one advantage. I stayed up, you guys go down. Because there's nothing you can take positive out of this. I, I get it. They played hard and you can do this, but they lost. I mean, they're home. They lost back-to-back home games. Everybody said, oh, get, they get home, you know, get through this tough road. They've come home. They've lost two games in a row. They're pretty, that was a better crowd than I thought. I put the over and under 90. It was 97 for an 11 a.m. game. Great crowd last uh, week. They go home both times disappointed. Uh, everybody's disappointed. It's not even great for the media when you cover something. Nobody wins. And I just think, man, it's a tough Saturday. Well, well a couple oh, of housekeeping things, too. Uh, Jimbo Fisher said Fadil Diggs and uh, Deuce, Harmon. Deuce Harmon are both out for the year with injuries. Yul Keith Brown will be out for a while, he said, and he said it's not injury-related. Uh, the uh, There was the six guys that were out because of uh, illness that you think you'd, they did get back, but uh, uh, Antonio Johnson didn't play today. Just so many guys injured, but those are the, some of the guys that we heard about uh, got some definitive answers about on the injury front. Well, AM now at three and six on the season, what, one and five in conference play? Uh, they got to win out to, to go to a bowl game and uh, a road game against Auburn. And you're going to have to play an LSU team that just keeps getting better as the year goes on to close the season. Well, I'd, I'd say the Aggies are probably favored against UMass, but, you know, nothing's given as far as that goes as AM's trying to close this out with three straight wins. I just think this was a huge loss because I think mentally everybody thought they'd win one of these two games at home. To carry a five-game losing streak, I don't care who they're playing because they're going to continue to get people hurt. I mean, it's it's they're down to, like you guys said, 30-some scholarship players. This is the uh, Gator Bowl all over last year. This is might have what the Gator Bowl would have looked like with a lot less people. So you could see how bad that was in the second half. The second half. First half was – they they surprised me. I go, wow, this this team's going to win because Florida is not that good, and, and that's 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 the tough thing because Florida did some stupid things. They should have scored fifty points. They coached themselves, but it, it's it's just bad to, right now for the Aggie 
football program. What they say with the Gator Bowl, they had to they had to pull out of the Gator Bowl because of an abundance of caution due to COVID. There there wasn't an abundance of anything really going well for 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 the Aggies today. All right, I think that's going to do it for us. Uh, be sure to check theeagle.com for all of our coverage from AM's loss to Florida today. And uh, we'll, we'll be back next week as the Aggies gear up to go face Auburn on the road.